Hey guys, uh, it's Jen and Kate here. We are not actually going to release our final episode today. We recorded it on Sunday. We had a really great time. We are really looking forward to sharing it with all of you. I think you'll all really enjoy it. However, uh, this does not really feel like the best time to be releasing this episode. So we're gonna take a pause. We're gonna have a little chat give some recommendations, and then uh, we'll be back with our regular bullshit in about a week. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we'll drop in a week, and uh, in the meantime, let's let's talk about something that's near and dear to our hearts. Yeah. So, uh, first of all, obviously, I think probably the world knows that uh, the U.S. is kind of going through some turmoil right now. Uh, we are so sorry to for the families of uh, the people whose lives have been lost, the Floyd family, uh, the Taylor family. Countless others. Uh, yeah, countless. Ca- the names are endless. We could sit here and name all of them because all of them do matter. All black lives do matter. Um, to our listeners who are indigenous and people of color, we are so sorry for your loss. We stand with you. We support you and we want to lift you up today. So in light of that, since we're not going to give you a podcast episode today, um, I want to point you to some other podcasts that I've um, been listening to that I've found really helpful. Um, the first one is the 1619 Project um, that's put out by the New York Times. It was released about a year ago, I think. Yeah, it's about a year old. Yeah, and it um, talks about the very, very early beginnings of slavery and racism in our country. Um, the first uh, ship full of enslaved Africans was brought to our country in the year 1619. Um, and so they take a deep dive into that. And I think that's really helpful information for people to understand how our country was founded and continues to be affected today. Um, the second one I want to point out is um, a show called Minority Corner. Um, that's Minority Corner with a K, uh, like Kardashian. <laughs> that one is actually a pretty fun podcast. I've only listened to one episode, but I'm really immediately drawn into it. Um, it's hosted by two, you know, people who are minorities, and they talk about um, pop culture and the intersection of um, people of color and you know racism and representation in pop culture. But then they also do uh, a history lesson every week, and it's really fun and it's really interesting. Uh, there's so many things that you can learn that, frankly, are not covered in her history books, and I think it's really good. Uh, so check out those shows. Uh, we'll put links to things um, in the description. And then for some reading, there's a lot of things you can read, a lot of articles. There's endless things. Articles are probably a little more accessible, but um, some books that are really fantastic um, that we've both read. Um, there's so many books you could read, but Absolutely. books, yeah, the ones that we can speak of. Um, I've read uh, Stamped from the Beginning by Ibram X. Kendi. Um, that gives a very comprehensive history of racism from, you know, the Middle Ages to the Civil Rights Movement. And it is, it's very comprehensive and very good. It's 400 pages, so it is not for the faint of heart, but I really recommend it. Um, He also wrote another book uh, titled How to Be an Anti-Racist. So check out those two books by Ibram X. Kendi. Uh, I can't speak highly enough 
of White Fragility by Robin DiAngelo. Uh, white Fragility examines uh, why it is so hard for white people to talk about race and so difficult for us to identify with and understand the struggles of the people who are not white. And one of the key elements that you can kind of take away from that book is that you're gonna fuck up. You are born into a racist society you're going to do racist things. And one of the things she seeks to do is to help you sit with that uncomfortableness and get rid of that dichotomy that everybody who does anything racist must be evil and bad because that shuts down the conversation instead of helping us grow. So, you know, if you, if you do something racist, we don't hate you. We want you to sit with it, grow from it, and, and teach others as well. Yeah, and I think that really gets to the heart of, uh, like, we are both, you know, white women. Yep. And <laughs> we are trying our best to be good allies. We know we will fuck up. And please, by all means, if we do, please tell us. Yeah. We are trying to be better, but we know that we are not perfect. So we also wanted to give some great tips to a lot of people who are feeling very helpless right now um, and feeling very, like, I don't know what to do, uh, you know, posting on Facebook does not really feel like it's doing anything productive. And like, I know that's a lot of people's instinct right now is to just, ah, you know, just rage. And people's emotions are valid. But how can we take those emotions and, and turn them into something that is productive? Um, so, and this is, we're talking to white people because we're the ones that need to do a lot of the work. So <laughs> because... additionally, that's the majority of this country. I mean, we are mm -hmm. still a white majority nation mm -hmm. and we're the ones who are fucking up. Yeah. And we're also a lot of the ones who just don't know this stuff yet. Right. So you can't help what you don't know and exactly. you can't grow from what you don't know. Exactly. So what the first thing that you can and should do is learn our history. I have two degrees in history, and I can tell you right now, I do not know everything about our country's history. So don't tell me that you took a class and you know. You do not. Uh, I just so much. Yeah, I just learned horrific things about how we treated the Black Panthers. So definitely learn more about how our country has handled and mishandled <laughs> Uh, itself in terms of uh, how we treat black people and how we treat people of color, indigenous people. Every, every single racial minority has been just absolutely just, we're the worst. Um, and it's not just the way people are treated. It's also the systems that support mm -hmm. everything about American culture. Policing, banking, mm -hmm. where can you get access to food? Uh, the way that we, we fund our schools is actually designed to keep rich, wealthy, white kids better educated mm -hmm. than minority counterparts. Yeah. Um, there is so much, there's so many different levels that are they're not taught. You know, like mm -hmm. we we learn, oh well we we only see black criminals on TV. So we've we've kind of gotten away from that. We're getting better representation, but there's still so much more that we have to address in this country exactly. and around the world. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so definitely do what you can to learn about how, uh, it's not just about how people act or how people think, it's about what has been baked into our country's laws, how our media, everything. Mm -hmm. uh, so just take a minute and do some Googling and do some deep Googling. Yep. Um, 
Another thing that you can do is follow diverse voices on social media. Um, I have made a point of this in the past few years to just really seek out people that I wouldn't normally come across. I do that especially on Twitter. And the most important part about that is to just sit back and listen. I think a lot of white people's uh, in instinct is to engage and be like, hey, I'm really, I want to learn more about this. Can you teach me? Can you, can mm -hmm. you explain why? this is the way it is and you know some some people are willing to do that work but don't expect them to do that so just sit back listen you will learn so much if you just passively listen mm -hmm. yeah um another thing that we've already kind of touched on is to be open to self-reflection and criticism um we're not perfect and so start being comfortable with people telling you about your problematic <laughs> tendencies yep <laughs> i have had so many good friends pull me aside and say, Kate, what you're doing is fucked up. Yep. yep. And uh, it's helped me be less fucked up. I've had, uh, I, I feel like you've recently been like, hey, that phrase does not mean what you think it means. And I was like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, just be gentle with yourself and with others and recognize that you will fuck up and be okay with it. And also don't tone police people who are telling you to be better. Right. Oh my God, don't do that. Yeah. Another thing we've also kind of alluded to is re research local laws and policies regarding law enforcement, police training and records and see what you can do to kind of expose what's going on in your local law enforcement and court system. I assure you there is probably always some some dirt. <laughs> there, there will be shenanigans. So there will be something. And it's important to not let that really simmer too low below the surface. I don't know. Just you kind of like we need to keep an eye on it. We need to actually fucking organize and do something about this. Like we need to get like, policies changed. It's also very easy to look at the White House and fall into a rage because mm -hmm. that's one focal point. But, and it's big. Yeah, but the most important elections are local elections. So do the research, look up who's running for office, especially sheriff's office and yep. district attorney and judge. Look all those people up. Make sure you know what the record is and what they stand for. And another thing is donate your money. We have inherited a huge debt of, that our ancestors took out a huge loan on free labor. <laughs> and even if you are not personally responsible for it, you inherited this debt. Yep. <laughs> Systemic racism works two ways. It not only holds people of color down, but it also elevates white people. And so it is literally our responsibility to even that out. Mm -hmm. And I do mean with your dollars. Yes. And I mean with our dollars too. We, yep, uh, in that vein, we are making a commitment to donate this month's Patreon earnings to the NAACP uh, Defense League. We think that, you know, it, that's really important. And also this shouldn't be just a one-time thing. If you can set up re a recurring donation, mm -hmm. even if it's small, yep. you know, just something that keeps it in your mind and keeps it, you know, in your wallet of like, this is a debt that I need to pay. Yep. It and is. <laughs> if you are uncomfortable with that idea, I'm not asking you to be perfect today, but can you put your money towards black creators, mm -hmm. black store owners, yes. black restaurateurs? Uh, there's a great, for example, if you live in Grand Rapids, mm. I'm a shout out to my friend Olga. Uh, she owns Shea Olga on Wealthy Street and it is the greatest food you'll ever have. So fucking good. Oh my fuck. Mm, I want it. It is a black owned business and there are other minority owned businesses in our town and your town that you can support mm -hmm. and I encourage you to do so yep. because that's direct. 
Yep. Just like local elections, local businesses need your attention and especially minority owned businesses, they need your attention and support, especially now with the economy where it is. Mm -hmm. Uh, So just do whatever you can to support them. And also online, like find artists of color, uh, black creators on TikTok who are being shadow banned by TikTok. This is a fucking thing. Uh, Just find creators wherever you are uh, and support them and give them your attention and your money. Um, Double bonus points. It's also Pride Month. If you can find queer black and minority creators. Mm. Oh, oh, oh. Happy Pride. Yes. Um, And then finally, if you are able, I understand that this is not possible for everyone, but if you are able, put yourself out there on the protest line. But an important thing as white people and as allies, it is our responsibility to follow the lead of the organizers. Do not start chants, do not escalate, listen and take their lead and just really be there in silent solidarity. You are there to support, you are not there to be the center of attention. You also don't need to be on your phone recording it and how you're, Yes. oh, we're down here. It's one thing to record police interactions, yes. that's helpful, but if you're just, you know, showing you downtown with your selfie stick in the crowd, like that's not allyship. Mm-hmm. You are making a spectacle of yourself and, you know, your time could be better spent. Uh, one time where you might want to push to the front, you can physically put yourself between a violent... The police line and the front line. Yeah, yeah. the police line and the front line. You are less likely to be hurt. Yep. Uh, yeah, that is a uh, definitely something that is very important and you should be aware of and willing to consider doing. Yeah, if you can. None of these things are the perfect thing for everybody. We're not asking you to be ideal in all of these things right. these but do options. what you can these are options uh just doing any any of them would be helpful even if the first thing that you can do is just reading up on stuff yep a well-educated public is gonna do so much so i think that's kind of all we have to say um again check out those podcasts i recommended check out those books find some articles, find some creators you can support. Just kind of do your best. We're all doing our best and be graceful with each other. And yeah, we hope you all stay safe and stay strong. Stay spooky, motherfuckers. Yes.